Hi guys, welcome to episode 25 of the MMA Will Podcast with me, Ricky Wright. As always, Adrenaline Fight Night promoter James Wallace, and we got undefeated Sorry, amateur prospect Glenn the Sledge Williams, and <laughs> undefeated MMA professional, Jiu Jitsu black belt, and strike and submit promoter Kevin Cox. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, How long his introduction was it? Yeah, James, James Wallace again. They know you, James. They know you. Oh, I said nothing about myself. You know how much I love to talk about myself. I'm just Ricky Wright. So anyway, welcome to the show, guys. You've got a show coming up yourself. You're promoting the first day of a strike and submit. Yep. Uh, local here in um, where is it to? Uh, it's in the Avonlea. So um, it's a Celtic legend, I think it's called. But Just make all Avonlea, no, no. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. I I, I like to think it is. What's on the poster? So it's your first first time you've promoted how's it, it, it going? It's stressed. Change your fight, isn't it? Well I'm probably gonna have a fight before this thing and Yeah, because like you mentioned you're doing it with your brother Rob. I was gonna say Gareth Emma Sledge if you phones me one more night. You just want to keep the company, like you don't want to. I know it's Walker music already. Who's the DJ? No, no, no. Oh, I am usually on the ball, but he phoned me and asked me clearly. So just to let you know, no. Otherwise, I send him a three weeks long. Wait till the people start walking up to on the day and say, "Where's the DJ? When the music's coming from?" People come up to me with their CDs, and I'm like, "What do you want me to do? Sing over it?" True story, guys. I, I, I asked somebody for the, the glove size. We were providing gloves and etc. as a kit for the show. I asked somebody the glove, glove size. He came back with a number, and I took me a while to realise it's an old seven. It's his phone number. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just large and who you know. Uh, so tell us about a couple of fights on the card. Um, of course, Glenn, you're the main event. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Tell us who you fight in. Um, I fight in Jamie McDonald. He's um he's uh fights out of HMAC, which is um, in Scotland, he was he fights in the Ross Hoops and they just left SBG, I believe. Oh, yeah, so um, it's a big test for me because we have my first day for him and I'm still fighting 93, so we cut in a bit from um, a certain way, you won't say what, but uh, okay, yeah, so yeah, it, we, I, I can't. Like, I, I always do a day for AIMS for the amateurs for yeah, titles it, and international fights because they're flying over and stuff, but yeah. But I, for the titles, because it adds a little bit of the photo the day before the photo goes up, there's yeah. a little bit more things, so it adds a bit more to it. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good thing to do, especially in the main event. Is it just the main event that's doing the day before? It is. Yeah, yeah it's just us yeah. two. And uh, we fight in five rounds as well, so I'm looking forward to it. Five rounds. And my last two have been uh, five rounds as well, but um, they obviously didn't go five rounds. Okay. I'm still training for it, I mean. <laughs> So tell us what training you're doing coming into this fight. Um, I, I do the same as what I do, normally do, but like, I do a mission in the morning. Um, obviously, I work. Um, normal and jiu-jitsu, boxing, striking. We do a lot of pad work as well with striking coaches. Um, I try and do a lot more wrestling as well now because I think at the moment wrestling is dominant. Um, so wrestling yeah, yeah. me with my boss for that. He's, <laughs> he, he takes me a lot. Um, yeah, we do a lot of drills between us as a fight team as well. So we all help each other. Like. For those of them watching who don't know who can't read, tell them where you train. Have <laughs> 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 I told you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my sponsor as well, right? Uh, Camps Transport. <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't got that much time. Amazing. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the car park. Have you seen it? Seen exactly. He's got a Nailers branded van which is given to him by sponsors. Yeah, yeah. This guy's yeah. a legend, the only amateur fighter that gets more than the pros. Legend. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've always wanted like Ricky Wright on the side of my car. Man, no one would have arrived. You live in the wrong side. No one would have arrived. You ask me the photos, you're going to put a photo on it. There's no way I'd be able to drive through Kamala with a photo of my own face. I'd be stoned to death. Be right off on it. Yeah. Do you remember my shrine, as we called it, in the gym? You moved into a new gym about three years, December as well. But, God, that said, as a joke, I'm going to put a big portrait of you on the wall. You had this graffiti artist coming in. He said, We're going to do a graffiti portrait of you on the wall. And you had this photo of JT, right? So, JT, obviously, you know, like he's he's not even the same ethnicity as me. He's dark, you know, so he's still on the wall, I guess. He painted he painted the body of JT with his hands out. And he said, and Gareth went in and stopped him dead. He said, I want Kevin's head on that. <laughs> so I wasn't there, obviously. So with that, I, I thought he was joking. He phoned me up. He said, oh, we've got a picture of you on the wall. I said, no chance. <laughs> Next thing, a photo comes through. I'm straight in the car down being killed about rollers. <laughs> I literally painted single-handedly the whole wall of my gym with a roller. Over the top of so, like, you got all all over the wall and then like a, what's it called, a magnolia. <laughs> So, I was feeling about the fight. I was feeling about the fight at home. I know, obviously, you Swansea's head. That's where you've been fighting up until now. But it's a show basically built around you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that add extra pressure? It does a bit. I mean, like, fuck me, water captain. The only pressure is now is more strength. So we got bigger, much bigger, stronger sparring partners. So I can go through it. I'm trying to get past the. Let's be honest. The fight there, some I probably sold some more tickets because it's a small venue. We're not going too big. I've only been land uh, allocated so many tickets, so we had to stop there. Like, otherwise, that wouldn't bother me. That plan to spit me on a bit more as well. I think, but because um, I, I, I say I don't feel pressure, I don't feel nervous now. Like, but um, you do inside, but. Honestly, yes, you will. Yeah. You've got, you got to feel a bit of I, I, I do a bit. Like, but it's, for me, it's like the week or two before. This week or two yeah. before, it's like people start. Because in the beginning, there was no pressure. There was no no respecting me to do well. No, it is. They were expecting me and something. Yeah. So then, like, am I training enough? Am I doing this right? Am I letting other people down? Am I doing this? That gets me a bit. But then, at the end of the day, it's only me I'll be letting down. So it's only me. I'm not, so. Expectations are always built. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's a few things that, like, being unbeaten is like, Am I yeah. perfect? No, I'm not. So, at the time it's going to come and then we're going to learn from it as well. So, we're going to find a level when I'm going to stay on now soon. So, which I think, you know, it's hopefully won't come soon. But that's nervous. That's a, that, that's a, that's a strange scenario. I mean, I didn't know it was hell about him today. It was a hard one. I think there's, um, there's a video on YouTube somewhere that's going around the way. Look at what Donald Cerrone describing his walk to the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. He talks about he's throwing his hands in the wall. He's like, oh, wait, my hands feel so heavy. You know, you, yeah. want the, you, you, want, you almost want the roof to fall down when you're walking out. You're walking yeah. out towards that cage. You just hope you twist your ankle and the bone sticks out so you can't fight, you know. Yeah. Then you get in the cage and then it goes ding, ding, and all of a sudden it's just yeah. gone. Everything disappears. Exactly, that's exactly and it's like, like yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. Obviously, yeah. Kevin, you fought uh, three times as a pro. You, yeah. you had quite a lot of fights, uh, amateur and your same professional as yeah. well. I never you fight in Carl Priest. Carl Priest, that's amazing. Carl Priest over in, um, where was that? Uh, Abba, Nantaglore, Nantaglore. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Sam Valley. And uh, so you got two guys from like beneath Port Talbot, my stag area, yeah. fighting all the way in like everywhere. 
really friends with his nephew. Uh, really good friends with his nephew at the moment. But um, I remember, I, I remember that fight tonight. You know, he was a lot older than me at the time. He was mid thirties, I think. I was a youngster. He was in a um, ring, as well. Yeah, he was in a ring. I'd, I'd, I'd never, I'd never punched anyone in my life. I'd, I'd just grappled. You know, <laughs> and I thought, let's give this a go. And when I got in, he was covered in like baby oil and everything. He was slippery. He was like covered in oil. And my sick dodgy. I remember I ran into him, hit, hit him on the shoulder, I thought, oh great, I got him. And we just kept on going, we're straight in the middle of the ropes, so it kind of like landed, <laughs> on, landed on one of the judging tables, like that landed, it's a hell of a off. And I was like, oh, sorry boys. And <laughs> <laughs> we climbed back into the ring. But, uh, so I remember yeah. that fight, like, you dominated the first half and then he took over towards the end. Yeah. Did you get the win? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Of course, Rick. Come on, Rick. I just remember it was very close, when, but he, towards the end, he, he could stop the takedown and yeah. and then he, he hit you a few times and it was just like if he kept on it the new like it would have hurt. No no I was saying just, I remember I remember getting tired towards the end I was really struggling I was, I was struggling getting finished I remember being greased up I think people used to do it a lot. Like, yeah. I, I remember people used to say, oh yeah, if you just rub loads of baby oil in and then have a shower, when you sweat it comes out and you be slipping. People used to bathe in it the night before. In kickboxing they used to rub themselves in oil and I was like, yeah. Yeah. when I'm hitting it, it just slides off. I went down a train with Carl after it and I yeah, you deny it, so point blank. No, no, I didn't, I didn't live myself up. But his boxing coach came in one day and he was actually wrapping my hands, we were doing a couple of boxing rounds. And um, I said, yeah, so Carl's fighting again, so on, so fighting down and he had another fight planned down south somewhere. And I said, oh, is he gonna is, is he gonna grease up again? And he went, yeah, yeah, definitely. He went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! See? Wasn't he sponsored by Durex? <laughs> 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 it's on his shorts. Oh, man, it's brilliant. No, but that was like proper old school. I mean, yeah. you only you don't even look old enough to fight See, so <laughs> long as you can. Yeah, yourself. He's trying to get a job. And then obviously you, you um, turned pro and had uh, yeah. free pro fights. I mean, you haven't fought in a while now. Is it is it your plan to retire? You're gonna have another one or? No, I love fighting. It's, it's a passion, but kind of had a, I, I can't give you my MMA sob story about like why I haven't fought now. But I had two years off. Basically, I, well, I had a year off. Um, my little boy wasn't very well, but um, it kind of, it, it kind of knocked me back. Was like priorities changed, you know? Cause it's just family life. So my priorities changed. I didn't, um, I didn't fight for that year. I kind of pulled out for a fight, which is a fight that I really wanted as well. It's a guy I think a lot of as well. But um, yeah, Joe Ori, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think it would be a great fight for me, and I re really like the guy. You know, I, I, I really I, need Joe Ori on oh, the show. He's it's great, man. It's great. I love his company. It's strange. It's, it's weird. I, I prefer it when there's no bad feeling in a fight. Yeah. I mean, if you like the guy, it's great. It doesn't feel like a fight. It feels like you do when you're doing stuff. And I really like Joe. But um, any, anyway, regardless, so, so um, I, I pulled out that fight, which is a bit of a shame. Um, and kind of had a year off, and then I, I went to come back, and then realised how fat I was, and like, like getting back down to weight is just yeah, harsh, and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it, it's just like a flip of paradigms to kind of get I'm back. Not just to like, when you step in the gym now, there's people who need you, 
the last mm-hmm. twenty-five minutes. Like, yeah. It gets to the point where the, you know you're, account- you're accountable for everyone. Oh, so that's what it's hard. And like, I find like obviously you know you work through self as well, so you get hours of what you make, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to wear everything in the morning. And then that's when you see your kid then. And then the yeah. nights, you, you, you know, you've you got no chance to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard, it is hard. It is harsh. It is harsh. But uh, I still feel like exactly what you're saying. Especially when they're ringing you every day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I've got to be honest, I do struggle. Is Glenn High Maintenance? Glenn High Maintenance. <laughs> 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 Something else. <laughs> I used to manage Lewis Long and that's that's high maintenance. Give me sponsors then, give me sponsors then. I want my money, I want my money. Brilliant. Right, I'm fairness, Glenn runs and said he's got like the best work ethic you can imagine. He's um it's it's, it's like it's almost, it's almost playing a computer game with Glenn. Um I mean speaking about Past and history and stuff. Obviously, obviously he's come. It's well documented that he's come from not such a good place to where he is now. It's just a hell of a turnaround in life, and he's done it himself. He obviously he always gives other people credit for the it. The other ones are always but, door. Sorry, it's like people, you know, people who have experienced things. Yeah. The, guy's, the guy's a dream. It's like a computer game. You press A and he does this. You know, it's, 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 he literally just does as he says. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's because I've said it before on a podcast, like. I come from a rugby background with no martial arts experience, no nothing, so I'm putting all my trust in these to guide me rightly, tell me what to do. Because they tell me to punch, and I don't know nothing else to do, so this is what I do. This is what I'm do. I'm working on wrestling because I haven't done it before, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to spread that from rugby to wrestling. People I, I know people can do rugby helps. No, because your head's in the wrong position, your back's position, your body angles. Yeah, wrong. but you're coachable because of the yeah. rugby. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. I'll tell one thing rugby does, don't gas as easy as other people. All rugby players that come to us, don't gas like the rest, like their bodybuilders in really strong. Give it two minutes, yeah. you know, I'm bound yeah. Because, because, they, they're because in a rugby game, right, the, fit, the fitness of being a forward anyway, <coughs> yeah, back yeah. and doing that and stuff. But when you're a forward, it's like you're in a fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the same fitness wise, yeah. and then he jogs the next fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a recovery, it's the same fitness, obviously, it's not time. So, for those of you who see you for the first time on today's pod uh, you just explained that he's come from a uh, background come from university tell us some more about that um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like, let's get a real story he was there for most of them yeah so like uh, like my drink yeah, like my party and stuff uh, like, you know, it's punk last kind of song so yeah the only fight that's got a story is a uh, game that says like but I mine like I you know chase to Extra friends away from being in the pub too much and not being a good dad and yes, yeah, not going into too much detail. Like it's like I I needed something to fo- focus me. I've gone through being in massive debt to fight in on learning, pay my debt off, and buy a house in two weeks. So all through fighting, otherwise I guarantee you, if I hadn't been in the resort in the fighting fight gym, I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. That's um, it's another example of how martial arts has saved people. I mean, we've all benefited from from martial arts I guess you know and, and the direction in it yeah, yeah. it is it's focused like like you know you get creatures well, I like routine like believe it on Monday to Friday I like getting up early I like going to the gym mm. I like being able to come home from work have my little hour go to the gym come home shower food and bed I like, I like all yeah so like you know I could I could go I could put the same pub every Friday the same routine 
five years, but it's, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. So now it's just a forecast doing the same thing, but it's actually good things. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I see a fine line between uh, addiction and obsession, but people think of addiction sure. as a bad thing. I'm addicted to the gym, but yeah. just because when you say addiction, people automatically think it's bad. You can be obsessed with something, think it's good, you'd be obsessed with bad stuff too. It's the same as when, I'm following it on the flip side, isn't it, when fighters retire. <laughs> it's, it's that, what they look for, to yeah, fill yeah, the gap, yeah. unless, yeah. you know, coaching is the best thing to do. It's a common story, you know. But it's yeah. like, oh, I'll go to the pub. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, what, what, how did you stumble onto the gym? Um, um, I'll tell you the truth, I was uh, in rugby, I've um, was always been quite a base here, loved a bit of a scrap, like, in law. I've had eight red cards, I lost seven of them. I got filled in the seven times. She's not on the fingers. Not even like it. I played for the Beanstars against my auntie. I had made kicked in and everybody's saying, well done to me. Like, I'm walking off. Well done, yeah, I'll be well done. Look at that. So, like, I made to Franco, I made to the 4D and everything. So, I went to just two about four years ago, first time, and rolled with the Arlington. And uh, I went, I left, and I had to go away to work for a while. I said to Franco, I love this, I want to go again. But I worked away all summer. I come back then. I started MMA on the, thir- on the November. I didn't miss an MMA class for about six months. And then I started just two properly, didn't miss just two class for about three months or something. So I class. And I was about three and a half years ago, I was. So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just a sort of like, and I, and I find it in rugby as well. Rugby's gone soft. So it's no, I, I'm no. more skillful than any than rugby. But I think it's no place in rugby for me anymore. Like, you know, you get in the yellow cards for a tackle up, yeah, I don't think it's, yeah. it's some people only play rugby for a few times with it. I don't know, I'm not saying it's a direct, it's a direct link, but there's definitely something. Like, yeah, when yeah. I first started with Kev, um, there was one person in the gym bigger than me, or same size, was Anthony. Yeah. Now there's eight boys bigger than me, all next rugby, we'll go out. It's yeah. definitely a link. People say there's not, I think it is. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Bigger guys, you don't see as much in gyms. I we do. It's normally the smaller guys in the. Yeah, bigger. because because rugby, like um, I, I follow a guy on there. I do not really like, but he says people don't pick a sport. Sport picks the people. You look at a swimmer. Uh, they all got massive shoulders, big arms. You go, you start swimming yeah. to you. You don't got massive shoulders, big arms. Why? Because yeah. the sport, you know, they, they use the swimmer because he's got big arms, because yeah. he's got broad shoulders. Yeah. So like rugby, you pick a rugby ball up in school as a kid, when over people, oh, you're the biggest wrong, go and play rugby. Yeah. So all the big players in Wales start to play rugby because they're big. But yeah, now, yeah. because rugby's a day, I think it's a day in sport, they're starting to go to other things now. Martial arts, Maybe, boxing. yeah. I mean, I think, I think in martial arts, I mean, especially when you look at the, the jiu-jitsu side of it, because obviously, you know, there's a lot of jiu-jitsu, obviously a big part of everything is jiu-jitsu, and I fancy it's, it's the way the little guys do it against the big guys. And all the big guys are like, ah. <laughs> so they're no. on stage, no, nobody wants to be the big guy who's getting beaten up with a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's why you get, like, you know, and there's a net, like, to me, a bantamweight's a really small person, oh. but there's loads of them in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> but, but one thing for me as well, right, I, I do tend to do better, I do a lot better in the gym against the bigger, strong guys. Like I said, I do tend to, I, I find it hard to control the speed beneath me, because, you know, because they... Yeah. Punch beneath me. All the bigger, stronger guys, I tend to, even though we're a lot yeah, bigger, no. stronger than me, I tend to do really well, because I, I don't know they're a bit slower. Yeah, exactly. There is that, but as I say, what I mean is, you know, get as many of them for that reason. I might have been, I don't know. I've seen the big guys. the little guys, they're always in bad positions when they first start, because yeah, they've yeah, yeah. been overstretched, so... They're used to being on the back. We're big guys, I think they're awesome. 
And then, uh, yeah, big guys in school, they think, well, you know, I'm a big guy, I'm out. But the little guys never have that expectancy. So when they go into the gym, they're not expecting them to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> they, they learn that. I, I think I might be working with them. The first time I seen a small bouncer on the cauliflower year, I was like, why is he yeah, doing that? Fucking hell. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to say sorry to after he's made anything wrong. No, it, was a, it, was a, it was a small guy in the door, is the reason. For yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it is, it's a lot of the smaller guys around you, anyway. But as I say, when you get the bigger guys, they got it's good that they sit together for training. Yeah, yeah. It's good oh, that we've we got loads of gym knows. Like if units. I, I imagine when I first started, if I'd be with the person I'm in now, I'd have to go elsewhere and spar, and then we've got loads of us now who we spar with. Like. It's difficult prepping for a fact if you haven't got appropriate sparring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's easy. Uh, gosh, I, I, I remember sometimes uh, going through a fight camp, and the, the closest guy that was to me was Fran Gorn. He's about, what, six? He's over six foot. Yeah, six foot. It's, it's, it's a different way of fighting, so like. Christian turned up mini, innit? And he was like 47 kilos at the time. Soaking wet. Yeah. After yeah. <laughs> food, like, right? I, I know why not Quinn. No. <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know Owen Apquin, yeah. he's a, a heavyweight of a, of a large persuasion. Well, you know, he's a pound of wrong person. <laughs> the, the monster. I remember, I remember he came to train with me for a couple of sessions. And, uh, the, only, the only way I can describe it, it feels like being in a tumble dry. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. a, a couple of times I thought, oh, I've got a submission. He just was like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know? But as you say, like, alright, so I'm sparring today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. But yeah, as I say, you know, it's 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 good when you get people with the same yeah. same thing. Um, we're gonna go for a break. Yeah, well, stay tuned for the next part where we will announce the winner of the competition to win the gear that we did on the last show. Talk uh, about strike and submit. And talk about more about strike submit. Hi guys, welcome back to part two of the MMA Wales podcast, episode 25. Right, we didn't talk much about your upcoming show, Strike and Submit, so tell us when it is, where it is, and tell us some more about the card. If you can't remember any of the fights, that's yeah, right. Really right. <laughs> of course I can remember all the fights. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically what it is, guys, is uh, Strike and Submit is something that we kind of developed as a club because we're looking to give upcoming fighters a bit more of a chance. You know, basically, it's so hard with some of the more credible shows, some of the better match shows, better run shows. It, it inevitably you want adrenaline. <laughs> 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 you want your fighters to fight on. Yeah. Essentially, they're kind of like out of the league for these up and coming fighters. So they're really keen to fight, and then they're kind of disheartened when you say, "Oh, look, guys, yeah, you can fight on these shows, but just give it a couple of years. You'll, you'll be right, you know." So it's a, it's a difficult thing. So what we wanted is to bring back. We, had a, we, we mentioned a little bit about the old grappling strike days. Um, 
the non yeah. the, the no headshots MMA uh, earlier, which are, which which was partly uh, I came through that sort of process. I know a lot of the fighters in the UK from my generation when I started came through that, like Joe Duffy, um, Paul Reed, Shaggy, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, they, 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 everybody was there back in those old grappling strike days, and for some reason it kind of completely went off the boil. And I, I agree, it's not as glamorous, you know, it's not as much of a, a spectacle to watch, etc. But I think the experience that you gain from that is completely invaluable, you know. And we want and we want that for our fighters, and nobody's doing it. So we decided we, we're going to do it, and we're going to put a show on, which is going to be a, 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 a absolutely on par with a much more highly and professional uh, sort of level shows. But it's going to give those new up and comers a, a point to start from, so it's going to give them a valuable experience that they need. Cool. So, uh, uh, so talk us through the card. We've already discussed uh, Glenn's upcoming fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was so basically what you run an undercard of the as you say and uh, no headshots. Exactly. They, they're all exactly. no headshots standing yeah. and on the floor. Exactly. They use the change, yeah, yeah. Right. So this is this, this is kind of the format. Throughout the year we've had a couple of uh, kind of inter-club competitions really where it's been in yeah. our gym and we've been watching guys up and come in and the guys that are supporting it and then really well through the inter-club sort of scenarios we give him the opportunity to fight for the belts on this night, which yeah. we call in the champions night, you know, so. So you've got five of them fights. We've got five titles. So, so these guys, and obviously, yeah. so like obviously because start, being the first event, and one yeah. thing I always think is, being your first event and putting titles on, like, it's not. Exactly, it's, exactly. It's, it's an, basically, the club has turned into an event. Exactly. So these guys have been showcasing on, and they've got exactly, wins. Exactly, exactly. Right. So they're not, they're not even going to be titles that they're going to, um, eventually or inevitably defend because I appreciate that most of these guys are using us as a set, set and so on and that's what we want we I want suppose, these guys to be available for the bigger shows so I suppose the guys after that fight will be on the main card the next hopefully fingers crossed you know if they get a good experience they'll come back mm -hmm. to us and kind of support us to kind of put bums on seats then when we're with the unified amateur fights which is essentially yeah. I think what people like to see as a spectacle yeah, but the, uh, the the titles themselves, it's um they're, they're going to be sort of annual titles. So uh, you kind of get a belt and you walk away as the strike and submit no headshots champion. But yeah, you're basically off 2019, 18, whatever, whatever year it is that you've kind of read through the uh, throughout the year, you get the, the title for that year, and it, instantly that it's going to be rewarded re again the year after. So I think so. So they're all like obviously more, mainly local clubs going to any combat. Yeah. Um, Nails, obviously. Um, yeah. I don't, flawless. We've got uh, flawless again. Did um, I believe? Oh, no, I, I don't. I don't want to say that the, the wrong guy coach. But they recently joined. I think they're affiliated to Chris, uh, Chris Reese Academy. Okay. But um, I think where it's, are they? It's Lewis uh, up in Newport. Up in Newport. Okay. But um, they got some really good guys coming on. That's that's uh, Jake Llewellyn. He's fighting for the uh, for the middleweight he's title. Everyone, he's great. He's, he's supporting. He's, he's one of these guys. who's quite dynamic. I've, I've always enjoyed watching him. You know, he really gets stuck in, and I, yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah. his game for it. You know, he does the old Instagrams posts, and he's putting himself out there. So I think I think he's obviously going to go on to the next really? step. When, um, so they so they so got the, basically people they got the bantamweight, <laughs> featherweight, lightweight, welterweight, and middleweight. Um, no headshot titles. Yeah. Um, and then the main card moves on to um, Unified Amateur. Yeah. So, so most of the Unified Amateur guys that we put it on, again, we're trying to keep them low, uh, a, a, a low key as possible. I, I, it sounds bad, but we wanted the whole ethos of the show is to get guys who haven't actually had many fights. So even yeah. we've got to, what we want to do is we, we want to develop titles. So we're given 
we're we going to put on a more experienced fighter for, for, for a guy that's going to be able to defend their title. The unified amateur titles, they're not going to be an annual thing. They're going to be keepers, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So our unified champions, they're going to be... So obviously, um, obviously, I'm promoting the event, but I, so I don't want to say that Glenn's going to be our champion. going to be impartial to some extent. But um, yeah, so obviously Glenn's going to going to be competing for that and if he wins he's going to keep his belt and he's going to be uh, in a position to defend that belt yeah. until he turns pro so um but the, but the other guys that are on the unified uh, unified amateur um, main card they essentially they're, they're all low experience guys so it's just kind of to, to that's what as much yeah as looking for the experience this is good yeah. yeah excellent it's nice like it's a nice early show to go on the year as well like that the february yeah. thing and um, because I say, I think as as a as a country, because the Swedish guys, and I said January the twenty seventh, uh, Jorgen, you put in the show on. I said, how do you get so many fighters after Christmas? <laughs> Christmas is for kids. That's where my. So it's like it's good that the guys are, you know, after. I'm just saying, I've done this already in the middle of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I, I, drunk, I drink on Boxing Day, which I've told you about already. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I haven't done it that way, so that still hasn't been home yet. <laughs> 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 but uh, excellent, excellent. So let's say strike, strike and submit championship is 16th of February. Yeah, four weeks Saturday. I'm wrong, I said a four weeks Saturday, not he's coming. And if it's going to be a success, you plan to do more strike and submit shows throughout the year then? Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure about the champions. The whole idea, like I say, is just we want people to work through the year to get onto the championship event. It's not going to be something we're going to do prolifically. We're not going to kind of, we're not going to put on multiple shows through the year. It's, it's, kind of, it's, it's not the intention. You're not going to call out all the other shows and say, we've got another one show <laughs> yes. in Wales. Yeah. Look how many yeah. people we got. Look at the space. Huh? No, it's like, um, <laughs> so you plan on carrying the, the club format. Massive. And yeah, then massive. it's like, right, you win these fights. You get the chance. And like I say, we've been investing as much money into it as we can, just to kind of put into context. We get get high quality referees and first aid cover. I think that goes as some that if you want to be a credible show, you've got to pay for safety first, you know, standards and standards. So that's something that we're uh, that's a benchmark with uh, with decent shows. But in addition to that, we're looking for the good matchups. We're looking. Yeah. We, we've got like the Lioness Cat team in who are doing yeah. an awful lot of the minutes. So trying to support them and yeah. what they are doing. Um, yeah. Everyone, every, every fighter's hands are going to be wrapped, and we're paying for that as well. You know. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's, it's massively important. You're just taking care of the fighters. Yeah. Um, you've got. Um, it gives them experience as well of like this is what it's going to be. Like. That's what it's going to be like. Because I bring them in on my show sometimes. Like so I said to people, like, you know, at the beginning when they said it's a tenner, wrap your hands. Yeah. Tenner. I'm like. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's huge. I can't believe the people yeah. that don't get it done still. Then it, it, it baffles me, you know. And, and people talk about how some yamita though. I mean, if, if, I mean, don't know if you've ever shot, fought, um, no headshots. They got like these small gloves on. They punch it towards people who are doing this. <laughs> you know, it's like ah, oh, well, go well, Some people are at it. Yeah. But yeah. It goes without saying. You need to protect your hands, regardless. Well, yeah, I've only ever had my hands wrapped twice, and that was when I fought. Who's just like, what's happening? Here he goes again. He mentions he's undefeated now. Except you, James. Well, if you're undefeated, put your hands in the middle. I've had a lot of fights. Apart from apart from wins for the Lioness Cup team, the hands. He does hands, and I. I actually enjoy all that process. I enjoy him. Like, you I know, used to run away from my coach Andy because I didn't like how he done it. Like, in the beginning, I did, but 
But in the end, I like, so I run away from the and I come back, and my hand's wrapped, and I go, I don't know myself. He's <laughs> like, they look fine, but why are you doing that? Like, I don't know, I just like doing it. <laughs> but yeah. now, it's the, with the MMA, it's, you've got to please, I don't know. For me, it's where the build-up starts, and you start rocking on yourself, getting tense, getting the right mindset, start thinking about, you know, all the proper things, and that's when the news got in butterflies. Like, Do you find that quite relaxing having your hands wrapped? It's quite relaxing. Yeah, I like, yeah, like, I, 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 I know, yeah, 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 especially with the, the line girls, they, they quietly spoke, and they'll talk you through yeah. it as they do it. I, I torture back, you know. <laughs> 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 I bet. Oh, you're the one that tortures her back. I don't know, I hate you know, like the actual wrapping people's hands up, like keep you have to keep your fingers apart and it's funny, like, like I, get, I get really nervous for the boys who are fighting. I think I'm, I'm, I'm as on par nervous when the guys are fighting as when I fight myself. And I, every time they kind of hand, put their hands over the edge of the chair, and I come up and, and I get laughing. And I think, I think it was you, no, Struan. Struan is hilarious. He's calm as a cucumber, you know. He's literally, he's an oh, easy to jar for kids. You have to tell him to stop eating, you know, just before he's fighting, because he's gonna, probably going to be sick, man. But um, I'm, I'm wrapping his hands up, and uh, he's a, you alright mate? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, it's true. Oh. I'll be alright. Oh, the last fight was the best of uh, Cage Warriors. I mean, he just bought the house like a week or two before he fought the Cage Warriors. So Rob says to him, where have we been today, Stu? Well, I got up this morning, mate. I went to Forest Park, picked up a fridge. I, uh, did <laughs> it's true, you fight, didn't yeah. right? The it's best fine, mate. Went to, this, went to pick up this fridge. On yeah, his own. It was on the, like, the, top, the, the top floor of the block of flats and the lift was broken. So he carried this like, <laughs> fridge or washing machine, whatever it was, down the stairs. On his own. He didn't phone no one to that. Then went on his own. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You just don't think of some things, or do you? something you were quite keen on being yeah. a part you want to go to Belfast with yeah. a gold medal yeah so I said yeah. Um, like I said before like, the rugby past I wasn't good enough to represent the country rugby like every Welsh boy's dream was but uh, I really want to represent the country now I mean yeah. it being only cross the water there as well I think it's perfect as well yeah I mean the fight shouldn't be too much and uh, yeah so the, the 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 first trials will be on the 9th of February held in the hangar in Cardiff and then on the 10th we're doing the North Wales trials which will be in the IPC gym in Wrexham. So if you're an amateur who want to represent Wales, like Glenn does, please come along to the trials. You any questions you got, we'll answer. And then um, hopefully we'll t send a big team of lads out to Belfast. Hopefully, if all goes well, you'll be one of them and you'll be able to fly the even, Welsh flag even, walking down to the cage. Even if you don't think you're quite good enough to make the cut, you might be. And not just that, I think doing the trials, it's like, People this year might have had a couple of fights and think, well, next year I'll be ready to represent. Mm -hmm. I mean, next year we'll do the trials. But then next year you'll be more nervous because you've never been to trials before. Yeah. So just do it this year. Even if you're not going to get it. I was not in last year. I kept the close eye on me last year. I was like, that's something I'm going to do. And so I watched a few fights. I watched Rowan. I watched the boys all online and work. And my dinner break and work. Sorry, yeah. I watched the. I can't even go sponsors now. It's on his dinner break now. 
<laughs> no, I watched that. I watched like you know, I've been trying and I've been fucked up. I know hopefully the bit more training and a bit more developing might be ready next year. And it's not what everyone else really want to go to. Yeah, especially like that dude as well. It's, you know, it's they like it's hard to get well. people to represent, isn't it? And the like heavyweights because it's a high weight division. The division it's a thinner division, so you get like where's the lightweights and the welterweights? You'll get about five fights with the light heavyweights. It's usually three fights, four fights with a bye with some people. Like, it's a good chance that so if you come out there, train, how many can you take out? What's that? How, how many can you take out? Two per division. Two per weight class, yeah. And it's you can't take three if the division's in full. I, I, I heard that. Jorgen told me you can take three. So basically, if the, if there's not 32 in a division, hmm. like you can take a Sweden, like you always have three and stuff, because you can take the third. So, but as I say, taking three like that makes us. Taking one of them. Yeah, it's, it's a lush idea, you know, because uh, I remember growing up, like, uh, even in primary school, you see the kids that come in and assembly, you know, and they've got to be a Welsh vest, the boxing vest. Yeah. And it's, um, I, I, it is something that's been missing from MMA, is the, the prestige of representing yeah. your country. MMA was too new, wasn't it? It's too new, isn't it? And, there's, and there's, there's no... There's no avenue to kind of represent your country, which is it's, it's a shame because if the guy is in MMA, it's inevitable. You see how much Glenn is training. Yeah. It's, it deserves something as an So when I, uh, people ask yeah. me my goals and then I say that, they go, oh, <coughs> I always say represent my country and you know, really want something to decide to go yeah. for. They all go, what, I just choose it? I said, no, I mean, what, actual tournament yeah. MMA? I said, yeah. yeah. I said, oh, oh, so like, yeah, it's a pop set that we got for a few cages, for different. Oh, that's actually real. Like they, they expect that just to be a film or something. So no, it's actually happens like like the, one of like Glenn Sport or something. Yeah. <laughs> one of my <laughs> if you hold it, it's a film, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> the one, one of my favourite parts about the way the IMAF tournaments are now and the way it's changed in the last two years is I get Rory Evans. I'm like, using an example. He's like, yeah, ten amateur fights is one of them, all right? Like he trains with Chris Weeks, he trains with me as well. So again, now at ten fights there was nothing else he could possibly do yeah, other yeah. than join pro. Yeah. No, that's not the case. No, it's a, it's a, you it's you, you haven't got, got to turn professional. Because let's face it, amateur boxers have not always turned pro. Because yeah. you can keep fighting. How many amateur boxers like Dan Edwards and you keep around here? 40, Shane 50, Edwards. 60 fights. You know, you haven't got to turn fight. People don't expect it. But with, with them and me, it used to be like, well, you've had two fights now. Why aren't you getting elbowed yeah. in the face? What do you mean, why aren't you getting elbowed in the face? Yeah. Why are you getting heel hooked? Like, why aren't you having your leg snapped just for a couple of hundred quid in the weekend? Yeah. Now you can do it as a full time hobby yeah. Yeah. as an amateur so you haven't got to how many professionals do you see turn professional it's not for them because yeah. there is a massive difference and then the recreation and then a couple of losses retired yeah. oh i'm actually looking forward to he looks i love leg locks that's one of my favorite classes of week, isn't it? yeah i mean yeah. i said but not for everybody elbow guys okay, getting elbow under the head is nice yeah. okay and when your head's pinned to the canvas let's be no. fair that's the biggest you know in fairness, sometimes it's not nice elbowing someone in no, the No, it's not. Bang! <laughs> oh! No, it's not. I just say, going that deep into a sport and thinking, oh, you know, yeah. it's like Muay Thai, isn't it? You haven't always got to go A-class Muay Thai where they do elbows to the edge. I mean, mm. yeah. So, having, that's one of my favourite parts of saying You see these guys, like, well, Ricky goes to the tournament, well, they've got 40, 50 amateur fights, and they're oh, still yeah. going. I mean, and like the the Bulgarian guy Dilian Georgiev, he's he's twenty nine. I know, two time world champion, yeah. uh, European champion. Like that, yeah. He's a bear, though. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, but uh, just be like the flyweight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, the light heavyweight, the 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 Russian well, guy, Russian. 
the Russian Bahraini guy, yeah. um, Mataza Taza Ali. He's, like, he's from solid. Bahrain. <laughs> Don't call me. He's from Bahrain, but he's ginger. He's ginger. He's going to be solid, didn't he? He used to take a line in on his life. He looked at me there. He shade, didn't he? Yeah, he actually scared me there when he looked at me. I think he's turning pro now, which I think is for the best. Yeah, honestly, less. Because you were entering, so it was the only option. So again, we go. So we spoke about Strike the Smith and we spoke about IMAF trials and everything. Now, there's been a lot of fights being announced so far this year, some massive fights for Welsh. Fighters, we should we should discuss that. I yeah. reckon, boys. Beautiful. First, first of all, we got Lou Longs fighting Jimmy Wallhead. A brilliant fight. Lou when has won that? that fight. How long was that? That's the ninth. So yeah. close. In Newcastle. I can't wait. I can't so wait to set like it. Every, it should be the main event on Bellator. Definitely. Definitely. No people want to see that. Then. It's not even on the main card. No, I know. Isn't cool main event Arnold Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, that ticket, you know. <laughs> it's in Newcastle. They want to fill it up with George. Yeah, fair enough. Do that, but. You know, keep out. In fairness, I mean, I feel a bit sorry. He was a guy that's like on the web for years and years and years. Has been knocking at all these big shows, and um, he's a great guy. We've spoken about him even when the cameras are off. He's he's awesome. He deserves his shot, like. And and this and this fight is a fantastic fight for him as well. I think he wanted this fight. Why is he mentioning it? He wanted this fight. Yeah, slash to see it. When me and Lou we went up to watch Cage Warriors, he'd literally been training in me a week, and was like. Moscow yeah. Cage Warriors because a Nigerian fighter Lola asked me and Denzel to corner him and Denzel and Lou in the bot I drove and they were drinking vodka <laughs> in the car on the way up and uh, after that we went to the after party and Lou was going to the, oh Jude what do you mean is he Jude help you with him he's like no mate and walked off and, and <laughs> Lou was like he had he'd been training MMA a week and he was like I have read that as well. Like ten years later, it's going to happen hopefully. On Bellator as well, it's just a nice platform. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we've got the the, the big one, the, the Welsh middleweight championship between Jack Marshman and uh, John Phillips. That's going to be huge. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, not going to say if I want to win or lose that yeah. because I just want it to be a good fight. I hope, hopefully, I, they both do so well. I've said it, Lord. Keep them on. Uh, I want to see that fight, but I don't want to see it the way it is and you know, a contract. I want to see both guys stay in the UFC. Yeah. I, well, I said yeah, before exactly, the fight was announced, exactly. or before anyone, I don't want to see that fight in the UFC. There's hundreds of but but yeah. the amount of publicity it has got yeah. is going to now. The amount of people who are ringing me asking yeah. me if I can go in, and they never done that on any other UFC fight. For. I mean, people who come to my it's show, but that's it. I'm like, whoever gets the win. It's going to be fantastic for them. I mean, because uh, yeah. I mean, was it like third card on all third of the main event, right? At the moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 you know, you expect it to be on the undercard. The Battle of Wales. It's such, it's such a big fight because some people talked about it years before they both went to the USC, and it, it wasn't long ago they, they they kind of both got signed. But um, I think it was Jack who fought first, wasn't it? Yeah. And, um, John Cornyn it was the best. John, John picking up the phone. Hi <laughs> Dana, and those little parodies yeah. he was doing on um, on, uh, on Facebook before he got signed. It was hilarious, hilarious. You know, so I think it, they're inevitably on a sort of collision course to yeah. use to like fight the promotion talking at, which is, but it, it, it's, it's going to happen. But like you say, it's just such a shame 
that uh, the, the, the the consequences of a loss might be. Uh, the yeah, it does feel like like, like WWE loser leaves town. Yeah, it's, kind not of thing. It's, it's not right. But, it's not right. But, but like, if John got cut after his last two fights, uh, like look at Craig, look at Craig White. Yeah, two fights. Yeah, yeah um, harsh reduction, man. And harsh uh, he's dropped. So like, if they if they cut John. I, after the second loss, no one the bat and eyelid. So he's got a, a chance yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. It's because he's made enough noise, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's made enough noise. I mean, I think the first fight he had in the UFC, um, it didn't go the way anyone thought it was going to go, or the way we wanted to go. Um, the second one was a good fight. But yeah, obviously I, I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought he didn't yeah. lose off any uh, harm there. Yeah, and it was a short notice. The thing is, that's the only problem. The first fight you can argue short notice. If you're so contracted to the UFC, you expect you're ready. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. mean? Yeah. So the same like four weeks of short notice. Yeah, it was because he was doing other things, but you can't buy it. So they, what I mean, I don't mean like he was, he was, it was short notice, but the UFC don't care. Yeah. Like, they are cut for the guy. Yeah. So he, it's because of the personality he's got, which is great, and how much yeah. noise he's made that he's got this sort of like, we think, brilliant with Chuff. Do you mean? But, um, you know, it's like Craig and he had the first fight on short notice. Yeah, against the top ten guy. Yeah. He should, he should, that should have been like forgotten yeah. about the loss. Do you mean in a way? Yeah. I think that's the way. Same as John's one, but I don't and know. And then the second fight, then Diego, he's Diego Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. How harsh is that? And I don't think he, he disgraced himself he in, didn't, in that didn't. fight. I thought it, the game plan could have been different. He could have, because he's he's good off his back and he's yeah. proven that many times before. Yeah. But I don't think he anticipated. Um, Diego's top game yeah, being yeah. so good either. Yeah. So we, we spoke about the Battle of Wales. Now let's talk about the Battle of Port Harcourt. <laughs> the, the Coney Beach conflict. <laughs> the Treco Bay tear up. I mainly look upon it. Yeah, it's going to be a great fight. If you, if you haven't got what we're talking about yet, it's Ben Ellis versus Scott Pedersen. Both from Port Harcourt, both sort of trained in, in the same circles at one time. Now they're fighting for the Cage Warriors Academy Welsh lightweight amateur title. Can I just point out as well how excited we are for this fight and this not pro. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. that's what, again what going back to what we're saying about the amateur sport and you yeah. haven't got a turn pro anymore. Like these boys couldn't maintain yeah. legend status yeah. without. I mean, it's, yeah. that's how excited we are about something that's not even professional. I was saying that like Scotty has always been in big fights with Bogdan and Tobias on your show like t- yeah. we flew you flew over two top European level prospects and and again like Scott he's always in big he's always yeah. used to be in big fights yeah. and he's yeah. an amateur and so I mean, Ben yeah. Ellis it, it doesn't get bigger than an opponent for him than Ben Ellis where you got two mm. you know imagine they both run in for popcorn and just run and be like <laughs> 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 Everything left of the lighthouse is mine. When they both fight in, in Abu Vale, I might just go on the Robin Porth call. Out. <laughs> 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 so, that's the old tender run down there. But that's a, another big fight. Oh, I'm looking for the and then on the same card, you got another big fight, bit under the radar. Uh, Elliot Chilcott versus Jack Tucker, uh, both interested in coming yeah. on board the uh, the Welsh team that they're going to both be at the trials. It's a huge fight. 
neither man has, has the profile of either Ben Ellis or Henderson, but it's still a crazy fight. Man. They're beasts, man. Yeah, yeah that's, beasts, gonna, that's yeah. gonna be a, that's gonna be a war, I reckon. That one. I think that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, all band Australian pro. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Didn't Brett speak to me from his German Michael Corstan quickly in the last fight? Was, am I right or wrong? Second, sorry. Didn't Brett fight Michael Corstan last? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Well, 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 if, if you look at his record, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's not got the he's not got the best record in the world. You look at the guys he's fought. Yeah. I mean, even with Mason fought, the Mason showed his hand up this year. The, the guys, yeah. Mason's a beast, but you know, Brett was uh, Brett was landing a few on Mason. Hell of a pro, pro debut, though. It's a, that's a yeah. massive statement to, to yeah. fight. It's massive, man. It's but, massive. But he did the arms. I was only didn't he fight? Yeah. Um, he, he was he had one fight. Didn't he fought only four or five and all. I can't think of the guy's name. I think uh, you, you don't get anywhere like records. As I say, records of a DJ. But you don't, you don't, you know, you've got to fight them names now. And I think that's what Oban knows. I think, I think that's why. Yeah. And of course, we've, why have we still got time? Your boy, Rory. Yeah, fights across. Oh, yeah. He fights straight away. Again, like we're saying, uh, you you fight the people who, where you want to be, and he's fighting Josh, Josh, Josh Reed. Rory Evans, uh, of course, fighting Josh Reed. Another massive fight. Massive yeah. fight. Uh, Rory's been out for a while with, with injury. He's fine now. He was ready to go in December. Yeah. Fight got cancelled last minute. You got Reed, who's a former Cage Warriors world title challenger. Like yeah. he could. Long ago. No. That, that fight against Nathaniel Wood. Probably my best. Oh my god, he could have could have gone either way. Imagine he he came out on top of that. It would have been him going to the UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he would have been. Full of momentum and the confidence of when he's yeah, lost. I was like watching the TV going, Yes, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I said, Yes, That's had millions and millions of hits because it was just a war. And a fair play to Rory taking a, a fight. When Rory came into the gym on the Friday, when he'd been talking to Chris about that fight, he was excited and I think it was going to boom. And obviously, they got to go through Cage Warriors to make sure Cage Warriors are happy with the match and stuff. But he's really excited for the fight, so I think, all right, okay, he's, he's, he's game. This, this is on. So, what I will say, with these academy shows, you get a lot of people, amateurs on, and people buy the tickets and then to see their mates, and then they go home early. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking my boy up and stay for Don't, because stay for that. It's the main event. Obviously, you've got a whole band of stuff on before, but it's going to be a crack. Obviously, Josh comes to fight, everyone knows that. Rory's coming to fight. Yeah. It's going to be an outstanding main event. on I can't so. I usually like my bed early, like normally early because I'm training early in the morning. Yeah. But that's the next day is going to be my rest day. Yeah, I'm saying it's going to be my rest day. I'm going to phone him early. I'm going to phone him Before we wrap up, the other big fight that's been announced, of course, we've already mentioned it Glenn the Sledge Williams versus Jamie McDonald. Jamie McDonald. <laughs> Don't forget that one. The next fight it's submit. So before we go, any shout outs you want to give? Um, my sponsors, we haven't got enough time to name them all, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at No, that's it, and I, I'll see you in four weeks. Well, it's good luck from us, and it's good, good luck with the show. Thank you, guys.